Welcome to our C3 Grow podcast. Wherever you are today, we hope that this message encourages you. We'd love to see you in person at one of our three locations, Howick, Ormiston, and Suva. Visit c3grow.org for details. Okay, today we're beginning a brand new series at C3 Grow. It's called Whole Heart. Uh, this is a series that under normal circumstances we seek to do every March. And uh, the reason I say under normal circumstances is because last year we needed to postpone it uh, until July on account of the restrictions that were in place uh, at that point of the year. Uh, but we like to do this series in March. Uh, our normal routine is that we, uh, we roll out of bed slowly in January Uh, Then in February, we uh, draw near to God in prayer and in fasting. We seek to hear from him. And then in March, uh, we are now in March, uh, we seek to responsively present our sense of vision and direction uh, for our church for the coming year. Now, that's where we are today and over the course of this month. Whole heart is also about what we could achieve collectively if we dare to take big-spirited steps of faith. Uh, The culmination of Whole Heart is Whole Heart Sunday, which includes our annual Whole Heart offering, which we receive across all of our locations. This year, uh, the date of Whole Heart Sunday is March 26. In the lead-up to Whole Heart Sunday, We would really love for you, if you're a member of our church, to start praying concerning what you could contribute as a big-spirited faith gift on that day. Remember, as is the case with your weekly giving, all donations received in that offering that are given in a way that makes your gift identifiable as yours are eligible for a charitable rebate. That means that at the end of the financial year, we give you a receipt for all of your financial contributions made to our church in that financial year, and you can then uh, apply for a rebate which will return to you a, uh, a third of what you gave up to the amount of your taxable income. I'm glad someone's excited about tax law. Yeah, come on, that's good. Let's make the most of it. Yeah. Okay. Additionally, on Whole Heart Sunday, you can make a pledge which you can then strategically and if you wish, gradually fulfill over the coming year. However you give, let's all be involved. Let's be generous. Let's be cheerful in this offering. And uh, we'll be providing more details about this offering and what it will go towards in the coming weeks. Today, to get this series underway, I want to share a general sense as to what I believe God is saying to us, which will shape our focus over the coming year. It's going to be a little bit in-house, as I said. Whole Heart is an in-house series. And also today is going to be a little bit general and administrative, but we will be getting more specific about what all of this looks like in terms of goals as the month goes on. I want to invite you to come with me to Ephesians 4, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 15 and 16 we're going to be looking at today. The Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians 4, verse 15, Rather, speaking the truth in love, 
We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now, for those of you who may be newer here, uh, this is a passage of Scripture that we as a church have a special relationship with. Um, It was just a couple of years ago that we rebranded our church to be named C3 Grow. For many years, we existed as C3 Howick, and we operated as a church at 27 Aviemore Drive in Highland Park. A couple of years ago, we were in a season in which we were constantly confronting challenges and limitations associated with the capacity of our land and our facility there at 27 Aviemore Drive. This wasn't the first time that we had been in a season like that, but there was at the time a shared sense of frustration that we needed to do something different if we were to break through as a church and go beyond where we had previously gone. Initially, uh, we looked for land and buildings that might offer us uh, more capacity and would be able to accommodate us all together as a church, along with providing some additional space uh, for desired future growth. However, most of the available land and buildings at the time were undesirable, disadvantageous, and would have required us to completely uproot ourselves from East Auckland and relocate to a completely different context, Uh, like East Tamaki, for example. We looked at some uh, buildings that were in the industrial area uh, down there. Uh, But we, we really had a clear sense that we had a defined area of influence, and that defined area here in Auckland was East Auckland. Now, with that in mind, we we prayerfully determined to become a multi-site church. We launched this location here in Ormiston, and thus we created more room for people like you uh, in East Auckland to make our church home. Additionally, because we've always had a heart for Fiji, uh, we embraced a community of people in Suva uh, to become our C3 Grow family. We went from being one church in one location to become one church in three locations. Now, uh, for a very practical and obvious reason, the, the name, our church name, C3 Howard no longer worked for our collective identity. Uh, The geographical identifier Howick doesn't really work over here, and it certainly doesn't work well or make any sense over in Fiji, in Suva. So we underwent a, a process of prayerfully considering a new name. Long story short, Uh, we settled on the name C3 Grow after this passage of Scripture really leaped out at us because uh, a church name should in some way reflect what we're all about. Here at C3 Grow, we want to be about you growing up in every way into him 
who is the head, that is, into Christ. Now, since then, Ephesians 4 has been a fruitful source of guidance for me. Uh, It's my go-to. So as we faced a new year with new challenges, it's where I went looking again for God to speak to us and to give us direction. Now, God speaks in many different ways. I believe that. And God speaks in different ways to different people. Uh, One of the things that's really important is to learn the way that God speaks to you. Uh, I have come to learn that God speaks to me and I hear him best when he quickens a phrase to my spirit. And, And this year, the phrase that has been quickened to me, to my spirit, is in verse 16. It's this little phrase, joined and held together. Joined and held together. We are to grow up in every way into him, who is the head into Christ from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when every part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. The last three years have had a disorientating and scattering effect on communities. This has been the case in every community context, Uh, even the family. Schools, businesses, workplaces, churches. So with that in mind, uh, I think it is prudent and I think it is wise for us to focus this year on consolidating our position and focus on strengthening the aspects of our church which join and hold us together. Last year in July, uh, in our whole heart, presentation, we presented that we wanted to fill the spaces that we've created by faith. We mean that in a literal way, like spaces like this, and also in a a, a kind of a spiritual way. Uh, But that is still before us to do. Even if we wanted to launch out and do something big and do something new as a church, We just aren't in a position to do that until we fill the spaces that we have already created by faith. And and that's okay. Okay, that's just where we are right now. And where we are right now is okay right now. Okay, it's just where we are. But today, uh, I want to uh, build on that goal from last year, which is yet to be achieved. And I want to present a pathway for how we could collectively work together to achieve that in the coming year. Now, there are four aspects to this that I can see for us to focus on this year. They aren't new to us. Uh, We aren't radically changing tact. We don't need to. But we want to come at these this year with more focus than ever before. And I want to ask you... To help us. Those four aspects are these. Number one, gatherings. Number two, financial partnership. Number three, teams. And number four, connect groups. Now I'm going to say a little bit about all of those this morning. And again, it's going to be a little bit 
in-house, but this is a Sunday that we need to do as a church, right? It must be said again that Paul talks here about a vision of the church that grows and builds itself up in love when each part is working properly. It is so important for you, if you are a member of C3 Grow, to get that. This church is not an event that you go to. This is a body that you are a part of. This is not an event that you go to. This is a body that you are a part of. Now, if that becomes revelation, and if that revelation becomes common among us, that would cause our church to skyrocket forward. It really would. This is not an event that you go to. This is a body that you are a part of. We need you. It's really important for everybody here who calls C3 Grow their home to play their part. Okay? It's also important for everyone who calls C3 Grow their home to love C3 Grow. The body grows and builds itself up in love, not in indifference. And there's a reason why this campaign is called whole heart rather than half heart. Because God is worthy of our whole heart and our church will grow and be built up to the degree that we collectively invest our love into her. So let's value us. Let's value us, and then let's commit all together to building a better and stronger us by faith. Okay, with that said, I'm going to say a couple of things about each of these aspects of focus. First, gatherings. Now, I spoke uh, here at Ormiston two weeks ago about the cruciality of believers not neglecting to meet together. I spoke against habitual absenteeism. I spoke against habitual irregularity in gathering. And I spoke against hypocrisy in gathering. Now, while the last three years have destabilized our gathering habits a bit, I would like to see us as members making a fresh commitment to weekly gatherings again. It is so important and so helpful to the individual, to the family, and to the community of believers to have a high rate of regularity in membership participation in Sunday gatherings. For so many reasons, one of the most important things that you can do to help us as a church to move forward is to be here. And if you're looking for something to do to help you move forward as a Christian, be here, right? Now, I'm not going to spend much time talking about this today. Uh, If you want to hear what I think about it, you can listen to the podcast from a couple of weeks ago. But I did just want to take a moment just to clarify a few terms. While we're on this admin train, let's really uh, get into this. Clarifying terms. 
We've used a couple of terms quite lazily and interchangeably that I want to define and made, make distinct from one another. The terms service and gatherings. The service at Ormiston happens on a Sunday morning between 11 and approximately 12.30. The service starts with a song, usually ends with a song or an invitation to respond to God. The service happens here in this room. In case you didn't know, right now, you are in our service. The gathering happens on a Sunday morning between approximately 10.30 and approximately 12.30. The gathering begins when you step in our foyer and you're greeted by someone with a sign downstairs, and it ends when you leave. Uh, the gathering includes the service, but it also includes coffee and greetings and food and conversations and introductions and prayer. It is much, much more than a service. Now, we would really love for all of our members to not only commit to services, but also commit to gatherings. Here's the thing. The bit before the service and the bit after the service is just as important as the service. So as much as possible, we'd love for you to come for the gathering, not just the service, okay? So gatherings, we'd like to ask you to commit to gatherings. The second aspect is this, financial partnership. Now, I'm not going to say too much about this one either this week, except to say that as a church, we rely on the faithfulness and the generosity and financial partnership of our members, and our household budget has not been immune to the effects of the last three years. The reality is, is that we need to lift the rate of membership contributions in order to recover from the last three years, as well as to move forward into what God has for us as a church. As always, here's what this means. If you are currently giving generously and regularly in keeping with your income, we don't need you to do any more. I'm always concerned that when we present that there is a need, there are people here and you are playing your part in this matter, but you feel the burden of that, and so you want to give more, we don't want you to give more. You're already playing your part. We don't want you to do anything more. Thank you for your faithfulness and your generosity in this matter. If you are giving regularly, but you're not doing so to a degree that is in keeping with your income and your capability, we'd love for you to make that adjustment. If you're giving irregularly, sort of once in a while, you could really help us by making your giving regular. If all of those members who are registered as giving irregularly became regular, we would be in a much better position. If you are a part of this family, if this is your spiritual home and you have an income, but you're not contributing financially, we would love for you to step over the line today and become a regular and generous giver. Maybe some of you have laid this practice aside. We'd love for you to pick it up again. 
Maybe some of you are relatively new here, but you have decided that this is home. We're grateful to have you here. We would love for you to begin to contribute regularly and generously. It will make a big, big difference. Generally, a church's operating expenses rise commensurately with its membership, so rates of contribution are crucial for us. Something that we used to say a lot, if we all do what we can do in this matter, we will have more than enough to do all that we are called to do, and that is what I want desperately for our church. Okay, so number one, gatherings. Number two, financial partnership. We would love for all of you who are members of C3 Grow to partner with us financially according to our ability. The third aspect is this, teams. Teams. We want everybody at C3 Grow to be on a team. We want you to be on a minimum of one team and a maximum of two teams. That way, we all get to be merry sometimes if everybody plays their part and is Martha sometimes. Now, your being a part of a team not only helps us as a church, it also helps you. Amongst other things, it helps you to feel like you are a part of our church. It helps you to make connections and make friendships. It helps you to discover your gifts, and it gives you an opportunity to use your gifts. Just like the last three years have impacted our financial budget, the last three years have also impacted our teams. Uh, Now, this has led, in some instances, to a few people really going above and beyond to keep things going. And as much as I appreciate their generosity, we never want to be a community that overly relies on a few. Because an over-reliance on a few is not fair to them, and it's not healthy for us as a church. So if you're not a part of a team, we would really, really love for you to join one today. Even serving on a Sunday team as little as once a month could make a big, big difference. It could be the difference between some of those people that are going above and beyond having a Sunday off to come and worship uh, or not. So we'd love for you to do that. Now, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 says this, As each has received a gift, did you know that you have received a gift? Did you know that when you gave your life to Christ, you received a gift? Did you know that you are wired differently and the way that you are wired is a gift? We don't have it all. None of us have it all together. But all together, we've got it all. Right? So it says here, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Ultimately, where we would like to get to is for people to be serving in areas or roles that correspond with their gifts as well as at a rate that works in with their stage of life. The ideal is that people's volunteering generally energizes them and is a positive experience done from a generous and willing heart rather than a drain. And the thing that makes it a drain is when you're not using your gift and you're doing more 
uh, and serving more than you should be. So what's really important for this goal uh, is a balanced rate of volunteering and helping people to find their gifts and to move into uh, teams and roles where they can use them. We're also aware that sometimes it takes a little while and it takes a little bit of experimentation for people to find their fit and also discover their gifts. Sometimes it can actually be a process of elimination. Sometimes you actually need to you know, do that role to discover that you're actually not, it's not really your fit, right? Um, it's important for you to know that when you join a team, when you sign up to be on a team at C3 Grow, it's not a life sentence, okay? <laughs> Uh, you might sign up for a period of six months or for a year, and then after that period, you might reassess and try your hand at a different team. That's okay. But why not sign up to be a part of a team today? Uh, we could really use an influx of new team members at all of our locations, and you could really help us by signing up to a team. Finally, this morning, again, super in-house, super administrative uh, we do a Sunday like this once a year, uh, but this is helpful for us as a church. Finally this morning, connect groups. Connect groups. In our church, we are highly committed to very few things. Highly committed to very few things. We do gatherings and we do groups. We do connect groups because we believe that it is vitally important for believers to have relationships with other believers which go beyond the Sunday gathering. We believe that being an active part of a connect group will make a person's life richer and will help them to grow in their faith. We believe that while this, the Sunday gathering, is important alone, it's just not enough. So we want to encourage you, if you haven't already, join a connect group. Or maybe start a connect group. Now this is a big focus for us this year. We want to start new connect groups. We want to lift the rates of members who are a part of connect groups. We want to increase the visibility and the profile of our existing connect groups. We want to make it easier than ever to find and to join a connect group. Uh, we want to better leverage the life of connect groups for the discipleship and the pastoral care of our people. But if you are not a part of a connect group today, we would love for you to register your interest to join a connect group. If we don't have a connect group that works for you, we'll start one. Okay? We're committed this year to groups. We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. This year our focus as a church is on what joins and holds us together. Gatherings, financial partnership, teams, connect groups. And due to the destabilizing force of the last three years, the experience of the last three years, 
Now it's time for us as a church to pull together and to move forward, to move out uh, and into what God has for us as a church. Thanks for listening. We hope this message has blessed you. For more information about our church, you can find us online at c3grow.org.